Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, our next guest, he is, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. You want to talk about if you're a Wisconsin baseball guy to be proud of somebody. Gavin Lux, Kenosha Indian Trail graduate. Uh, played at Kenosha Indian Trail. Now he is uh, playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He is joining us for the next two segments. Hey, Gavin, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. How are you doing today? Yeah, absolutely, man. Always, It's always good to talk baseball and all that good stuff. I'm doing good. Just uh, good. fighting boredom. I'm sure it says everyone else is. Yep. Man, what, so tell me, are you, are you um, in California now or are you in the state of Wisconsin? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm in Wisconsin, so um, pretty much they shut down everywhere in L.A., so I didn't really have anywhere to work out. Um, so coming back home to Wisconsin, I still have uh, my uncle who throws BP to me a bunch, and then, uh, I still have, like, a gym to work out at. One of my buddies owns one, so I'm actually, uh, I'm doing all right, you know. Can Augie still throw it a little bit? <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's, uh, he's uh, <laughs> if I ever got in a home run derby, which I doubt I will, uh, he would be he would be my go-to BP guy. Man, that's, that's uh, that I, I love hearing that. I, I really do. Oh, he, yeah. uh, Gavin, he you have to understand, guys my age. You know what? Audie Schmidt was the man. I mean, he was the guy <laughs> back in the day. And don't tell him I said that, but I'm telling you, he was the guy that we all looked for and rooted for, and we would say, "Hey, I watched him play here, or I played against him, or I saw him." You know, all of that stuff. Is, is who your uncle was, and, and I'd love when you say, look, if I ever got into one of those, he'd be the guy that would be throwing to me. I, I really enjoy, I, I enjoy that a lot. Hey, Gavin, can we talk a little bit about your days at Indian Trail? This is the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show, and Alex Manellis, the guy who was just on before you, played four years at Oak Creek, and said, look, I, there was a little bit of pressure to play travel ball but I really wanted to play with my guys from my high school. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that as well. Um, you, you played at Kenosha Indian Trail. And you're playing for the Dodgers, so it doesn't get any better than that. But playing high school baseball was awfully special for you. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think for me, uh, growing up with a lot of guys that I was, that was I was actually playing with, you know, those are like your boys and, and your childhood friends. So, uh for me, I've, I always thought high school baseball was one of the funner times I've ever had playing baseball. Uh, so I really enjoyed high school baseball, and um, we always had pretty good teams. And so, I mean, you add that into it, too, and we went to state, you know. And I mean, I had a lot of really good memories playing uh, playing high school baseball, you know. 
that's really good to, to hear because we, you know, what we do on this show is we, we highlight the Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association and we talk about guys that played at their high schools and played, like you said, with your boys and then move on and, and, and they go to, to play at different levels and to hear from somebody who is, who is now playing at the highest level that you can play uh, to say, hey, look, that, those were great times for me uh, to be able to do that. Hey, how early on when you, when you were playing baseball as a little kid, did you know that, that uh, man, you might have been the best player in the field on most of the fields that you played on and you had a chance to play at a really high level? Huh. Uh, honestly, for me, it, I wasn't that early. Um, you know, I never really thought I was the best player on the field or anything of that nature probably until I got older, until maybe my junior, senior year where I started having, you know, a little more confidence and I started to, to get better. But when I was younger, I was I don't think I was ever, uh, you know, the best player on the field. Um, I was always good and pretty, you know, skilled and knew what I was doing. But uh, physically, I was always smaller, so I was never really probably the best player on the field growing up. And um, I don't think I really started to um, figure out what kind of player I was maybe until my – sophomore, junior, senior year of high school. Hey, Gavin, Scott Holler here. Thanks for joining us again. Um, Coach Schmidt from Indian Trail, when I, when I, you know, talk to him and obviously uh, I'm not sure if you know, but obviously we're in back in the Southeast conference now. So I've gotten to know Coach Schmidt and what a great guy and a great coach. Um, he speaks volumes about you and your character. Um, kind of going back to that a little bit when you were, when you were younger, Growing up in Kenosha was, and obviously with your uncle being a legendary coach at Carthage, how how early did you start kind of tagging along, you know, with, with coach with Coach Schmidt with Augie? Um, was that something you did on a regular basis? Uh, what what was kind of your path? Was it just the youth leagues in Kenosha? I know eventually you went on and and had you know great success with hitters and R.J. Fergus, but kind of take us through when did you really start to latch on? Was it because of Augie? Yeah, I think. 100%. My grandpa played uh, minor league baseball, so so there's like a lot of baseball history in the family. So okay. for me, it, it was like you know I was kind of like almost born into it. And um, gotcha. Augie had me over there at, at Carthage, you know, turning double plays and, and hitting on the field with the team as early as God. I mean, six or seven. Wow. Uh, so for me, like growing up around that program, it helped a lot and just being around older guys and um, a lot of good players, you know. So right. uh, I think that kind of helped me grow up and just the baseball IQ aspect. And obviously the game's faster at the college level than it is when you're 10 years, 13, 14, 15, 16, you know. Uh, right. So I think it just helped me grow up faster and, and kind of understand the game a little better. But, uh, you know, obviously Augie, having Augie over there is a huge blessing and, and he's done so much for me in, in my career, and uh, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at without without his uh, guidance. Yeah. That was, we were that was talking, pretty special. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Uh, we were talking with Gavin Lux, again, uh, second baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers, played at Kenosha in Trill. Scott, I, I was watching uh, this morning uh, a short video uh, that I found, and it's Gavin Lux's impressive major league start and my favorite mm -hmm. part of this video i mean two hits you know his first pitch he knocks right. uh, in the center field yep. for a base hit but the when they showed going crazy yep. oh my goodness when they showed his mom <laughs> 
when she yeah. took a big breath when he got in the batter's box and how excited she was. And then when the announcer at the end, after he hit a double, second time up, and he said, too bad Robert Redford wasn't younger. He would play Gavin Lux as wow. the natural. And <laughs> sure. I just thought, you know what, one of the best lines, but my favorite was watching his mom take this deep breath as he got up for his first at bat. And yep. just how you could see the relief on her face and how happy she was <laughs> that her son yeah. first pitch is get it out of the way, boom, get that hit. Hey, Gavin, do you remember what you were feeling when you got in the batter's box that first time? Yeah, that um, that whole day I was, like, extremely anxious. Um, I, I, I was definitely nervous, you know, nervous, but I just wanted to go play and, and get out there. It was, like, the whole day out and the last, really, ever since I got called up. Um, I was just thinking, like, you know, I just can't wait to go out there and play. Like, I'm so anxious. And, uh, like, couldn't really eat anything the whole day, couldn't really sleep. Um, and, yeah, I think I was just feeling a lot of different emotions. You know, like, as a kid, that's what you dream for. And um, getting that call up, I thought it was just it was really special. And then, obviously, my family being able to be there and um, them, all the sacrifices they've made for me over the years, it just uh, made it that much more special. So. I thought one of the cool moments there too, Gavin, was that not only your parents, obviously, but but Augie was there as well. Yep. That met, that had to mean something yep. special to you. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, he's been yeah. Uh, on and off the field pretty much like a mentor. So, um, yeah, obviously, him being there just makes it even that much more sweeter too. And I think he might have gotten the most emotional out of, out of, yeah. out of everybody. So, <laughs> right. Uh, that that makes yeah. it funny and 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 better also, you know. Right. Hey, Gavin, you know the nice thing about playing for Los Angeles is is Los Angeles is, is like a mirror image of Kenosha, right? So you go from <laughs> yeah, Kenosha, Kenosha to Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like just being at home again. Well, how different? I mean, obviously, it's it's quite a bit different. Um, was it was it hard to to get used to that uh, lifestyle living in Los Angeles? Uh I was actually out there a bunch in the off season the past few years, so I I kind of knew what to expect. Um, so for me, it wasn't that big of a, a a surprise or an adjustment. I feel like I can kind of fit in wherever I go. Um, so for me, it wasn't that big of an adjustment, no. But uh, LA's uh, the fans and um, the city, obviously, uh, it's it's pretty special. So uh, probably no place I'd rather be, honestly. Hey, can, can right. we real quick, Scott, and then um, we're going to get to a break, but talk about the journey for you. Um, you know, I, you you were the Baseball America's Minor League Player of the Year. You were the Dodgers Minor League Player of the Year two years in a row. Uh, but to go, like, from, you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, to, to make those jumps, um, can you talk a little bit about that journey to get to, to, to play in Major League Baseball? Was that a difficult time for you, or was that something that you really embraced? Yeah, for me, it was, um, I had my ups and downs at, at points. Um, 2017, my first full season, um, probably was maybe 175 pounds still. Physically wasn't, you know, probably ready to handle a full season, which is 142 games. Mm. Um, struggled, you know, I think I was hitting 200 up until the All-Star break, which yeah, it's, you know, that's a long time to be, to be hitting 200. Sure, right. Um, right. Yeah, and that was kind of like a big adjustment for me as I never really struggled before. 
so how do I handle struggle and failures when I've never really dealt with it? So that was kind of a learning uh, process for me, and which looking back at it now has probably turned out to be a blessing. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we all know baseball can kick you in your you know where sure. uh, on a daily ba- on a daily basis. So um, I think I learned how to fail early, which which I'm thankful for. And really, after that 2017 though, um, I didn't really have too many big bumps in the road. Uh, but I definitely had to readjust and rework my swing and make a lot of adjustments to my game to uh, be able to perform um, at a certain level. So We're going to get to a break. We're going to hold Gavin Lux over for uh, one more segment. Again, he is second baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers, a Kenosha Indian Trail, a proud Kenosha Indian Trail graduate. And uh, we will get uh, one more segment with uh, with Gavin Lux on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors in Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern, Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek and the president of the WBCA, my co-host. Hey, Scott, um, Gavin Lux just turned 22 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know where my socks were when I was 22. <laughs> right. This kid, right? Oh, my Absolutely. No, goodness he's... gracious. You know he's he's a kid and, and and I was unfortunately I didn't get a chance to coach against Gavin in high school but obviously getting to know Coach Mike Schmidt down at Kenosha Indian Trail and uh, he's told me some stories about Gavin and again what a high character kid he is he mentioned that mentioned Gavin you you made a stop at at Indian Trail one day at high school I don't know if it was during the school day or what but you got bum rushed I think by like a couple hundred people is that true? Uh, yeah, it was after it was after the season. Every every year when I come back, I always go back and say what's up to some of my teachers that I had because those people obviously had a lot of um, impact in my life also. So absolutely, um, well, I always go great. back and say what's up. And yeah, it was it was kind of a, a mess, but um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 all good. Yeah. Hey, hey, Gavin. When when you were drafted in the first round and you, you had committed to Arizona State, did you know weeks in advance that you had a pretty good chance that that that's where you were going to go? And 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 they had made, you know, let you know that if you were there at twenty, they're going to take you. No. Yeah. I honestly didn't know um, the Dodgers were going to take me until it, it popped up literally on the screen. So, wow. uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good surprise, but, um, I didn't really know what to expect cause I just figured, uh, they, you know, they give you most or some teams give you a call before they take you and say, Hey, we're going to take you here. Uh, you know, congrats, but we just want to let you know. And the Dodgers always, I guess, like to surprise their, their guys. So, um, huh. yeah, I didn't, I didn't know until it popped up on the screen, but, um, that's definitely uh, the team you want to get drafted by. I think they do they do a, a good job in, in every every aspect of, of baseball. You know, Gavin, your story is great because to hear you say that you truly didn't think you were really maybe the best player on the field till like junior senior year in high school. That's very inspiring. I mean, obviously you played at a high level and played for an elite travel team like hitters, but to hear you say that I think gives a lot of inspiration to young guys because you you kind of 
claim yourself as kind of a late bloomer. Um, I've heard, you know, read a couple different articles, like you mentioned earlier in the show, where you weren't the biggest guy, you weren't the strongest guy on the field. And that's obviously the great thing about baseball. When did you commit to Arizona State? Was that around your junior year of high school, sophomore year of high school? Um, I originally committed to Virginia Tech, and then I ended oh, up okay. committing because of coaching changes. Um, okay. But I believe, yeah, it was right before we played our state game in my junior year of oh. high school. Yeah. So yeah, whenever that is, right. right. Before Which is starts. pretty. Let's like and now. I mean, it's it's fairly late for a for a huge 100%. program like Arizona State. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think you see freshmen committing early now right. and sophomores. Pretty much, if you're a high level sophomore, it's like these guys are already committed or bank Right. Uh, right. So yeah, I think it is late. We are so you're go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, Mike. no. Go ahead, well, Scott. Go ahead. I just wanted to ask Gavin one more thing, real quick, about the draft because you hit on it. Um, did you? Was your showcase series? Was your travel? You know that that season, that senior year. You know before the draft. Did, I mean, was there a specific event or a, a showcase that you were at or whatnot, or was it them coming to see you in the spring? Where do you think you jumped to the first round? Because that's just obviously incredible for a Wisconsin kid to go in the first round and to go that high. Yeah, probably um, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be more of a second, third-round pick um, going into my senior year because I, I did okay. pretty good on the showcase circuit, but I didn't do do great by any means. Okay. Um, so probably uh, about halfway through my senior year, um, sure. started to, to hear some first-round buzz, I guess you could say. Sure. Um, but ultimately, you don't know until you know. Right. So it right. physically happens, you know. So. Yeah. We are talking with Gavin Lux again, a second baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Gavin, as a rookie and a 21-year-old going into that that uh, locker room, and and you're looking around, and there's Clayton Kershaw, and there's you know Cody Bellinger and Cody Seager and Corey Seager, and you know these guys, Justin Turner. Uh, any, you know, did you have to kind of just pinch yourself a little bit, or did you just walk in and? And, and feel as though, okay, I'll be okay here? Uh, they uh, obviously, you know, guys like Kershaw and JT, and um, there's so many good players in that locker room, but uh, they do a really good job at making you feel welcome as, as soon as you, you get there. Um, at the end of the day, all of us want to win. So uh, some teams, you know, are, and in the past, uh, rookies kind of get the little rookie hazing, but. Uh, the Dodgers, um, they do a really good job, and I think that's the culture and then the veterans. Um, um, it says a lot to what kind of people they are. And, um, you know, as a rookie, you know, you go in there, you don't really have relationships with anybody, so it's kind of a, a comfort period where you're trying to figure out, you know, how, how can I be comfortable here? How can I interact with people? And you're kind of walking around on eggshells a little bit. Um, but they do a really good job at, at making you feel comfortable and welcome. Uh, right off the rip, so the culture there is good. You know, Gavin, there's there's um, there's more and more players now from the state of Wisconsin that we get a chance to talk about playing at a high level than I think ever before, and and I think it's because the high school coaches are, are quality coaches, and then there's opportunities um, outside of American Legion ball, which is much bigger outside of the state than it is here in southeast Wisconsin. 
but but like hitters and and baseball academy and all of these places where people can players can get better, get bigger, stronger, faster. Um, I think have had a big impact on the state of Wisconsin. I, I can't imagine that when you walk into a locker room and and somebody in the Dodgers says, "So where'd you grow up?" and you tell them Kenosha, Wisconsin, <laughs> they don't kind of look at you like, "Really? Like did you play 20 games over there or what?" Um, but I think I think now. I th- we're talking about more guys like you. 100%. Uh, you know, I think the travel ball and uh, the high school coaches, like you said, do a great job at, um, you know, uh, building relationships and, and making players better. Um, and, uh, what, maybe a few, maybe even 10 years ago, compared to now, there's so many more right. great players. You look at guys like Alex and, and Jared uh, Kellenick and um, Dalton Varsho, Owen Miller. There's so many good players. Uh, Doran right. Church and uh, Jonathan Stevers. You know, the list goes on and on of guys who are doing really right. good in Pro Bowl now where maybe 10 years ago wasn't uh, we weren't as, as relevant, you know? Um, right. So I think it obviously we're doing something different than we weren't doing maybe 15, 20 years ago. And uh, I think it's the travel ball and the high school coaches. And I think they get all the credit, you know? Yeah. Hey, 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 Scott, you know, looking at, at uh, Gavin, 2016 Wisconsin Baseball Gatorade Player of the Year, he hit mm-hmm. 560 his senior yeah. year. Him and I are like twins. I hit 560 in the church softball league one year. Just, just so you got, hey, Gavin, just so you know, our swings are very similar. I'm a righty, you're a lefty. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm the just... only thing he's got you on, Mike, is a little bit of speed. I think oh, you haven't just got you on the speed. That's all. I mean, other than that, you're pretty comparable. I, hey, I played second base in the church softball league. He plays second base. Yeah. We are, we're, it's we're no like different. Tw- There's no different. No different. You know, yeah, playing in the NL, playing in the NLCS versus playing in your church softball league. The hey, pressure is hey, very we, similar. We got to the it's final four in that church softball league. Some lethal <laughs> church beat us, I think. <laughs> hey, Gavin, the best pitcher you have faced so far? Uh, I would say it's a toss-up between Jonathan uh, Degrom and uh, Scherzer. Just throw up, you know. You can throw oh, either of them in the bag. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. They're both pretty good. Yeah, they're both I can't, pretty good. Yeah. I can't bring up the slow pitch softball pitcher from that Lutheran <laughs> church. I just can't. I can't do it. Gavin, that's awesome. Hey, do you, does your family, is Augie, does your mom and dad, they get a chance to see you come, they come out and see you play quite a bit? Um, During the minor league season, I think they usually try to come a couple times. Uh, when I was in the Texas League and, and AA, we played in Springfield, Missouri, which is not terribly far. It's like, I want to say, eight hours. So they always right. came to that and then tried to come in Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Um, but, yeah, they've made the stops pretty much every every trip, of the, every stop of the way. Uh, they came out to California when I was in Rancho. When I played in Great Lakes, obviously that's close. Um, that whole league is, is the Midwest. Um, so they've pretty much been everywhere, every stop of the way, yeah. Man, that's awesome. Awesome. Hey, real quick, uh, the adjustment going to second base for you. Um, uh, easy adjustment, difficult uh, adjustment? I played second base quite a bit growing up. Uh, so for me, the angles and the double play turn, it wasn't that different. I think if you can play short, uh, Scott can agree with, with me on yeah. this. I think if you can play short, you can play second. Short yeah. is there's so much demand, and um, yeah, it's probably the most important position on the field outside of catcher. So. Uh, I think, yeah, you can play short. You can definitely play second. 
And Gavin, obviously just switching gears a little bit because I know you got to go and we appreciate the time. But man, you, you've been blowing up with this online gaming thing. You're like, yeah. I mean, your, your, your star was already <laughs> huge with what you did last year in the playoffs. And then everywhere I look on Twitter, all it's it's you gaming with all these different organizations and stuff. Talk a little bit about that. How's that? That's helping pass the yeah. time, obviously, right? Oh my God, it's 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 <laughs> keeping me sane through through this uh, this quarantine. I think I don't know if, if I didn't have video games, I really don't know what I would be doing right now. Um, but well, you're playing some big season. names. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and all of them are great dudes. So it, it's cool getting to know different right. people in different sports and uh we're all kind of in you know similar positions so it's cool getting uh, people's perspective on everything and uh just realizing that everybody all these dudes are just normal people at the end of the right. day you know it's right. uh it's right. um it's cool getting to know different people but yeah i think uh your youtube channel too yeah and your youtube channel too i i <laughs> People can check that out. They just they just go to YouTube. Is it is it labeled something particular, Jared, or how do, or uh, Gavin. Gavin? Sorry, how do they get to your uh, how do they get to your YouTube stuff? Is that something you're doing on a regular basis? Uh, it's really more of an off season thing. Uh, it's, okay. it's kind of impossible to do during the season. Uh, right. With games and travel, and it's just it's not doable. Um, okay. But a, a media company came up and approached me about it, and just said, you know, this is a cool opportunity to be able to interact with fans and make yourself more relatable and people can get to know yeah. you more on a personal basis. And I just thought it was a cool opportunity for people to kind of know more about me and uh, me just being able to interact with people. And um, yeah. at the end of the day, I think that's, that's cool for everybody in, involved in that. So hey. um, yeah, I actually liked it. Hey Scott, yeah, no, the other, the, the, the other thing he has available is cameo. He'll do a cameo request. And, and I love that. Now, nobody's ever asked me to do that from that church softball league, Gavin. I got to tell you, <laughs> but Cameo.com, the real Gavin, um, I, I'm telling you, the real Gavin Lux, excuse me, Cameo.com, the real Gavin Lux. And uh, you know what? He'll do a birthday wish or, you know, something like that. And it's pretty cool. I would check that out and check him out on Twitter as well. Man, he is uh, he's made the state of Wisconsin proud and you can see why. He carries himself awfully well for a young 22-year-old. Hey, Gavin, I've never been a big Dodger fan. i got to be honest with you. <laughs> but I'm going to uh, start being a Dodger fan because of you for sure. Oh, I appreciate it, man. We'll, uh, we'll change that. We'll change that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll have a conversation. One. I don't know why. Growing up, I'm an old guy, Gavin. Just was never a Dodger fan. And, and there's a few things here that, you know, I'm a brewer guy. so that And you can understand why. Yeah, you bet. They hey, Gavin Lux, you, you, I, there's no doubt. I, and I appreciate you doing the same with the Packers, man. You keep the green and gold on. I'm not a Packer fan. I'm sorry. You're not? <laughs> I'm not. Alex? Oh, Alex gonna, was the big Packer fan. Alex. Oh, Alex hold on a sec. Whoa, 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 yeah. Gavin, you're not a Bears no, fan, I'm not are telling you? you. I'm not. I believe <laughs> uh, Hey, yeah, as long as it's not the Bears, we're okay, Gavin. You're in Kenosha. Uh, it, it is the Bears. It is. The Bears. It's probably the Bears. He's pleading the fifth. He's pleading you know the what? fifth. And don't worry. You'll grow out of that, Gavin. You'll grow out of that. <laughs> we'll see. I'm just kidding. We'll see. Yeah, it was Alex Benellis. He was the big Packer guy. Yeah. Gavin Lux, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, again, you can follow him on Twitter at the Real Gavin Lux. Uh, hey, good luck, and uh, looking forward to watching you get back out and playing again. 
No, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.